This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Back for day number two. My conversation with the great Bill Levin, local legend, a long time. Uh, he, he, Bill's done it all. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what else you can say about Bill. He's simply done it all. And yesterday we talked uh, with Bill about his role as the founder of the First Church of Cannabis here in Indianapolis. Today we're going to talk about some of the, well, the exploits of the great Bill Levin. Of course, he was a long time uh, local promoter in the Indianapolis music scene, some very legendary bands very early on, very early on in their career uh, got placed here in the Indianapolis market because of Bill. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about his promotion of Jolt Cola. He was so ahead of the curve on the energy drink thing and and uh, had some great success with that. So we'll talk about promotion of, of Jolt Cola. And then we will also talk about Broad Ripple. Broad Ripple, such an institution, not just in the Indianapolis music scene, but uh, the Indianapolis hangout scene. And it has evolved so much over the years. And Bill as well, he, you know, he grew up there and, and uh, was just such a part of all that transformation. So just a different side of Bill Levin. Of course, a lot of people know him now as the founder of the First Church of Cannabis, which we got into yesterday. And by the way, you can hear a podcast of that uh, on SoundCloud or iTunes. If you just search Central Indiana today, you can go back and listen to all those previous episodes uh, that we've done. And uh, Bill's interview yesterday in there on the First Church of Cannabis. But I also wanted to talk with Bill about some some of the amazing things he has done over the years in the Circle City. And uh, get right back to it. Day two of our conversation with the one and only Bill Levin. Here's that conversation. All right, Bill, let's get to something fun, uh, which is music. And you are one of the great promoters this city has seen. Uh, I am curious, at what point did you say... I'm really good at drawing attention to things. I do this really well. 
I have no idea. I mean, was there a moment where you, you sold something or you promoted something or somehow you just said, man, I'm good at this? Um, it all started with the 4th of July parties that we had on our block. We lived in a cul-de-sac. Was this like when you were a kid or? Eight, nine years old. Um, Dad was a wholesaler and would go off and buy cases of illegal fireworks. Okay. <laughs> and we would have everybody, you know, and every year it got better. So by the time I'm 12 or 13, we got kegs of beer at this sucker. Um, and we have 150 people. So I, I, I came by it honestly. It was like, you know, hey, we got a rolling party here. Sure. We know how to do it. Um, and this is, you know, 1967, 68. So that whole hippie thing was just coming in. Were you, um, <laughs> were your parents ever tell you no? I mean, or did they pretty much let you live and, live and let live? Oh, no, no, no. They told me no. They shipped me off to boarding schools. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm a prep school boy. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear that at 12 or 13, your parents just said, here, here's a keg of beer. The times were different. I bought my first six-pack when I was six years old on Ohio Street when the Indy 500 parade was still at night. Okay, James Garner was smashed sitting across from us <laughs> talking from the thing. And this is in the day that you can tell your kid to walk a block away I was being, I, I hate like two cotton candy, so I'm jumping up and down. I'm five, six years old. And they're like, you know, get, go away, kid, go away. And, I, and Uncle Irving looked at me and goes, why don't you go get me some beers, Billy? <laughs> and I said, okay. So he gave me like two bucks. And my mom and dad laughed and said, oh, I'll keep them busy for a minute. They won't serve them. And I went to this bar on Ohio Street, and I pushed my way up to the bar, and I looked at the guy, and I go, I need beer. Everybody in the bar started laughing hysterically. Um, it was packed. It was just packed. And then finally, the bartender gave me a six-pack of PBR. <laughs> and I think I got a 75-cent change back. And I went back, and I go, here, Uncle Irving. And my mother and my father and Uncle Irving and Aunt Barbara all go, what the hell? You really got it. How the heck? Go ahead, kid, have one. <laughs> okay? This is... Beer was America's nipple. Everybody had beer. Like we have coffee shops now is where we had bars. Every other building was a bar. There was no coffee shops. You, there's no such thing as a coffee shop. There were bars every 10 feet. Uh, drinking in America was an active hobby until 1988. Was boarding school, did it make you want to be more eccentric? Did I run away from boarding school and want to go live with hippies? Yes. Cause I, and that's a trend still today, too, as parents. Like, parents, a lot of parents want their kids to conform and be, quote-unquote, normal. And it seems like the harder you force that on a child, maybe the more they rebel. Children need to rebel to build their confidence you know they're 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 like a young goat going up against the old goat they got to keep bucking heads until they can knock the old goat out that's how you grow and our guest is the legendary bill levin uh let's get a little bit into music and you not only were a great music promoter but you promoted a genre that was it sort, it sort of fit you punk rock uh, you I, like did you like punk rock music or did you say i can make some money in this 
all the above. Well, I never really. All right, first off, it was never really about money. It was it was that youthful rebellion thing. I was told point blank by everybody who booked bands in Indianapolis, nobody wants to hear original music. They only want to hear cover bands. They have to do four 40-minute sets, and they have to play Aerosmith. They have to play ACDC. They have to play Pat Benatar. They have to play these horrid, horrid, horrid songs. Okay? This is how acts got paid. They would make $1,600 a week working hotels, 2000 a week working hotels, and that's not bad. You know, a band gets to live in a hotel for a week. They get a couple thousand dollars. They all divide it. They all get, you know, 500 each and send it home. It's a lot of money back then. Yeah, so this is what we came into. Nobody wanted to hear heavy metal. Nobody wanted to hear original. Uh, nobody wanted to hear violent femmes. You know, nobody wanted to hear Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's what you were told, but you believe different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I told everybody original music would fly. Um, alternative, new wave, whatever it was, was going to fly. Um, and we gave venues for them for decades. I have a list of them, which is sort of, thank God I wrote it down once. <laughs> yeah, the memory's a little fuzzy. <laughs> it took off. You did very, very well. Um, was it sort of a... A victory for you that it worked even not just on a financial scale but just on a personal scale to say this worked it's like anything else it, when you have rem when you bring rem into town for the first time and it sells out you feel sort of good about it right um the chili peppers you know we did the chili peppers were almost like flies they were here so often right um you know Soundgarden, faith no more uh, we managed Guar. I managed Zero Boys, uh, Too Cool, Jot, um, you know, beautiful, authentic Zugans. Well, and that's and that's sort of your story in a nutshell, is you see a picture and you see it differently than other people. You see what the picture could be, not what it is, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what it should be. It's real simple. At what point did you say... I've had enough of this music thing. I mean, you touched on it very briefly um, earlier, but but at what point did you say this just isn't for me anymore? The music, the music industry that we grew up with, albums, cassettes, died. Okay, it died a horrible death. I was around for the last part of it. I got to watch it die. Is it painful? Yeah, all the money dried up. Yeah. It's the worst part, right? Uh, you know, bottom line, you were in, you were in the industry to get money from the labels. The labels were in the industry to get you to sell their product, or to be their product, or to be all of the above. So, I mean, we, I was working with Karma Records at the time as a promotions and marketing guy under Dave Crockett, my ultimate hero. And you won't hear I have very many heroes in life, but Dave Crockett is seriously one of them. Um, he uh, he taught me proper promotions and marketing, but he brought me in because of my obscure promotions and marketing. I was the best street guy at that time. Now now they call them street teams. <laughs> now there's a label for it. So you mentioned Karma Records. Let's go into that a little bit. Um, as you were talking about how different it is, there was a time where you had to go to a certain place to get your tickets to go to a concert. You yep. had to go to a certain place to get your vinyl when it came out. Um, 
technology has made it easier to do a lot of things, but I would be curious to get your thoughts on technology and what it's done to the music industry. Technology has made the DIY artist responsible for their own future. All artists are now DIY. Prior to this, we could not, you know, if we wanted to have a drum beat on tape, we had to go into a recording studio and pay the four-track, 16-track, eight-track, whatever it was, just to get that drum track. And you had somebody play the drum. Yeah. You know, it was an hour, 10-hour procedure. We did not have electronic devices that, like, you know, garage band. <laughs> Two words, garage band. You ever played garage band? You ever played it? I walked into it and I played it for an afternoon and I realized that this is, you know, this simplicity sequencer is what's happening now. Right. You know, I'm sorry. I have a whole orchestra in my hand. I, I, when I really, when it really hurt me is when I called up a friend of mine in a recording studio and said, hey, listen, I'm going to need to book an hour. I want to make a commercial. And I call my other friend. I said, listen, you do that vocals jingle so well. Um, I'm going to need to make it commercial and da-da-da-da-da. And then three hours later, I got it back, the already done project, uh, in an email. And it's like, well, what, did you go over there and do it? And it's like, oh, no, I did it with GarageBand. And you did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. you like, angry? I mean, you get your product fast. No, I, it was beautiful. It enlightened me to... Uh, we're, we, we are an immediate gratification uh, society. More of our conversation with the one and only Bill Levin when we return. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 
3189 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Our guest again today is the one and only Bill Levin. Yesterday we talked with Bill primarily about uh, politics, about his founding of the First Church of Cannabis. And don't forget, you can go back and hear that interview anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. On today's show, though, we are uh, talking a little bit about the life of Bill Levin, about uh, about promoting music, uh, about promoting Jolt Cola, um, and, and also about Broad Ripple, because that was so, or is, remains, uh, so near and dear to Hill, who Bill uh Bill Levin is. And so, uh, second part of our conversation, getting to know the one and only Bill Levin, we continue now. Talk about tra- change. One area that I know is very special to you is Broad Ripple. Ah, uh, yes. It's meant a lot to you over the years, both professionally and personally. Uh, I'm younger than you, um, but spent a lot of time <laughs> in Broad Ripple. The world is younger than me. <laughs> You're not that old. Spent a lot of time in Broad Ripple. Broad Ripple, to me, seems to be not the same even as it was when I was frequenting it. Uh, your thoughts on what Broad Ripple is now? When we first started hanging out there, the Vogue uh, was boarded up. I mean, I, I, I've been going to the Vogue as a theater since I've been, you know, five, seven. You know, right. they, dro- they drop you off on Saturday mornings and, you know, don't pick you up till Saturday afternoon. Yeah, a lot of people forget that it was legitimately a theater. Oh, yeah. Um, but it got boarded up after it was a porn theater. <laughs> uh, it went softcore, hardcore, boarded up, and then uh, Steve Ross... John Ross bought it and turned it into what we now know. But in those days, Broad Ripple was 70, 72% vacant, okay? You, there was nobody there, man. There was nothing going on. There was the alley cat. There was the garage. There was the patio. Stop. And the patio was running rock and roll. Um, God bless the patio. It's interesting you mentioned the Vogue because... Uh, when I used to go to the Vogue, I would look at those pictures on the wall of people that have played there yeah. and the sign pictures, and some of them were your people, you know, yeah. that, that played there. And it's amazing what a staple that became at one point for great live music. The Vogue is the cornerstone premier showcase club in our state. I mean, there are bigger ones, there are smaller ones, but nothing has the royal maj- majesty that the Vogue does. It's the perfect venue. Let's continue to talk a little bit about Broad Ripple, the change of Broad Ripple as it grew. Did you like it? Did you li- do you like what it's become? Because, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's vastly different than it was even 10 years ago. I feel like there's always an evolution of Broad Ripple. Well, Broad Ripple has become a uh, eating and drinking emporium. It, there's no more retail, okay? Retail has left. I mean, we used to have music stores. We used to have clothing stores. Sure, there's a couple clothing stores on the Strip, but nobody goes to Broad Ripple to buy retail. They go to Broad Ripple to party, to eat, to dine, to watch sports. 
it is a go-to destination for entertainment. So Broad Ripple has virtually become an entertainment complex of a modern day. Um, you know, the, the charm of the village um, only exists in the alley cat pool tables. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, and if you ever want to win a bet, here, want to win beer bets? You sure. You got a tip for us here? Yeah, this is an easy beer bet. When you're in the alley cat drinking and you look up and you see those big beams up overhead. Right. You take bets on what it's made out of. Okay. I wish I'd have known this several years ago. I'd have no, been rich. No, no, Is that oak? Is that maple? And when you're done and you got your you got your money on the table or your beers on the table, you will be fabulously stimulated to know that it is styrofoam. <laughs> Put in by Ray and a few of the people when the lumber All right. Uh ten oh one down the uh that used to be a lumber yard. Oh, that's interesting. That used to be a lumber yard and it was closing. The owner of it, um, I think it was Dawson Lumberyard, uh, got drunk with Ray and me and everybody one afternoon. And they decided, well, we're going to come down. We're going to get those beams. We're going to put them up. So it was when we weren't supposed to be open on a Sunday. Right. You know, so it was before Sunday drinking was allowed. And, sort uh, of. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, the, no, the alcohol laws were not enforced until 1988. You can pull into a telephone pole on Broad Ripple Avenue, and the cops will pull your car off. The beer cans will fall onto the ground, and they'll look at you and say, can you make it home? It's a big different from today. Yes. And you didn't have to pay for the telephone pole back then. <laughs> you know, if they didn't see you driving, okay, if they did not see you pull into that telephone pole, you were not arrested because... You were, they can't see the crime. They could see the evidence of the crime and go, hmm. And you go, well, officer, the pole just ran up and bit my car. <laughs> Do you ever right. use that excuse? The the pole ran up and bit my car? I <laughs> Let's just say that in the 70s, uh, public intoxication was something that appeared frequently <laughs> on... Uh, on my thing, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I want to definitely get to this in the final few minutes we have left here. Uh, Jolt, Jolt, all the sugar. Tell us about tell us about Jolt because it was sort of a reinvention for you, as we talked about many times that you have reinvented yourself. How did you get into the energy drink business? I saw it in New York. I saw somebody clip me a Wall Street Journal clip. Okay, and I said that was oh, back in the days when you had to mail it to people, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. And I thought it was the most marvelous thing, and I kept calling New York, busting their balls about how do we get access here in Indiana. I'm not driving a truck up to New York. And finally, they sold the Jolt Cola contract to the people uh, who were bottling Canfield at the time, Canfield products, uh, and they were out of Peru, Indiana. So they started bottling it up in Peru or shipping it over and distributing it through Peru. And then I've got the uh, Indianapolis Carmel. You know, I got the surrounding sure. area. Um, and, yeah, I just travel into convenience stores and say, hi, 
we're here with Joe Cola. How many cases you want? So what was it like for you? Because I've read a little bit about this, but I'm, I'm curious to hear it in person to go from being the guy that promoted punk rock bands to a guy that had to put on a suit and tie. Well, I sold the Joe Cola in all the record stores. You know, it, 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 it was just another it was a rock and roll product. It was it was definitely a rock and roll product, you know. Jumping Jack Flash, a jolt and Jack Daniels. Ooh. <laughs> what uh what happened with that? You get bored with it? Uh no. I uh had been courting I had been courting uh Village Pantry. Okay. And the, the, the the Kings, right? Yeah, right. They were they, they were, you know, the number one uh quickie food mart and I had an arrangement that I was, you know, we were going to sure. work it out. And then Canfield went over and tapped me on the shoulder and said, oh, no, we've already got an account with them under Canfield, so we get the Marsh Village Pantry account. <laughs> and I sort of looked at him and it's like, hey, you bastards, I just sat there and put out, you know, 72 different locations for you. I want those. I've worked my ass off <laughs> So we had a difference of opinion in dollars, and uh, I said, fine. All right, as we wind down, you touched on this very briefly earlier, but um, who who influenced you? Who do you admire? Dave Crockett, um, former attorney general. Um, not Robert Kennedy. No, 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 no. Here, <laughs> here in the state. Former state attorney general. Um God, he's gone for six weeks, and I can't remember his name. Zeller. 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 You like Zeller. I think he's an outstanding man. He gave me one of the most important lines in my life. What's that? Life's great adventure. I love those three words. I have loved that man. All right. Him and I met before he had any idea who I was or I had any idea who he was. I was walking around the state house with my daughter, showing her stuff. Right. Okay. And this beautiful, gregarious man with an awesome mustache came over, smiled, and just saw us as, you know, Hoosiers. And he goes, hi. You know, hi. I'm, I'm great. Okay, fine. You know, I have no idea who you are or what you're doing. Right. But listening to him talk was one of the most magical things. He was so filled with positive energy, so filled with joy. And the way... The words, life's, you know, uh, life's adventure just trickled out of his mouth. Uh, I, 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 I melted because he was speaking poetry, okay? He was speaking from the heart. He was excited to share his adventure with somebody, and he had a beaming smile on his face. These are are great, wonderful things I love to see in people. I love to see excitement and positive energy, and this guy was just bundled with it. Now, later on in life, I, 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 I sort of matured in, in, in the political arena, and, and, you know, it's like he sort of looks at me, and it's like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, you know, but I, I, the exit door's over there, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I love the man. I, I think he's one of the greatest. Uh, he, he, he's somebody who's dear to my heart. 
Close with this. Um, you have done so much, and it was interesting when I posted that I was going to be interviewing you. Oh. I got a bevy of comments. Charles, um, 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 ten point. Oh yeah, Harrison. Yeah, yeah, Charles Harrison. Okay, Charles Harrison is one of those outstandingly good, cool, normal, awesome, heart-loving people whom I would. A, I support, and B, I jump and you know stop a bullet for that man. He's just he's just too cool for school. Um, Again, our guest is Bill Levin. I want to close with this because uh, when I posted that I was going to interview you, ooh. I got all sorts of responses from people like, "What I was supposed to talk to you about?" I've never had a guest where you promote it, and there's like so many different genres of things. So ask about this. Ask about this. You know, the music and the the jolt and and obviously the first church of cannabis. What do you want to be remembered as? When people think of your name, what do you want that? What do you want that initial response to be? A smile. <laughs> Not what you've done. Anything you've done, people say. This I guy want this. people to smile. I am a smile harvester. It is what I was put on this earth to do. I was put here to make you smile every day in every possible way. Look. You have a choice of going through life, either frowning or smiling. Smiling's a lot easier. It puts out a lot better energy. Just smile, okay? Just take a moment, world. Stop everything. Sigh. Let it out. Sit back and just smile. Know you're loved. Know you're amazing. And be happy. It's a great adventure, and you can do incredibly cool things if you put your mind to it. Bill, you've been a great guest. Thank you so much for uh, taking a few moments to share your amazing life. It's a real honor to have been able to, to get to talk to you. Uh, uh, thank you, I guess. <laughs> you know, I love you. Uh, I love you. Thank you for having me on. That was the one and only Bill Levin, and that was a very special conversation uh, for me. And uh, we'll talk about that in just a moment. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks again to the one and only Bill Levin for joining us. Uh, two really interesting days of radio, getting to know one of uh, Indy's, well, I guess legends is the right word. And, uh, you know, I, we talked a little bit uh, on Monday uh, with the passing of Gary Donna of Hoosier Basketball Magazine about, you know, there are certain people in this city and in, in any major city, I'm sure, that you don't always appreciate them 
until they're they're no longer with us. And uh, a guy like Gary Donna fits that. Don of Don's Guns fits that. And, uh, you know, Bill Levin, many levels, is a living legend in the city. Whether you agree with his politics or you, you don't agree with his politics, he has seen and done so much, and he is such a part of the fabric of Indianapolis. I mean, he's been here for so much, done so much, seen so much, and I really think it's important that we showcase these people um, because they have amazing stories to tell. And I know Bill's told his story in, in other forums over the years, but an opportunity in long form to get to hear and know Bill Levin, and um, you know, I think it's just I think it's important to do that, and that's why we did not one but two episodes. Uh, chatting with the one and only Bill Levin. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show or yesterday's show, uh, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. 
Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.